welcome to North Dakota After Dark, uh, a special daylight edition uh, on this Friday at the end of January. We're really pleased to be welcome uh, to welcome today uh, Victor and Yenya Tikhanov, uh, who are coming to us from Tennessee. I believe you are our first guest from the volunteer state. So welcome and thank you. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank you, yeah. And girls. So um, <laughs> as you guys, uh, I think I... I explained a little bit off the air. Uh, we do our little podcast here, kind of about, um, you know, hockey and hockey parent experiences and that. And um, both, you know, Victor, obviously you come from a hockey family and you guys uh, are involved now with youth hockey and have been for <clears throat> a little while, both in, in California and now in Tennessee. So we're really interested to get your, uh, your stories on your experiences. And both you guys have, I guess, uh, an eclectic hockey background between the two of you. So we're, we're looking forward to it. So um, to start, I guess, Victor, do you mind telling us just a little bit about your background and uh, where you grew up and how we got to Tennessee? And then we'll turn to Yenya. Oh, boy, that's, that might take an hour. Um, nope, that's exactly what we have. So go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was born in Riga, Latvia. I uh, was the Soviet Union back then. My dad um, is Russian. My mom, she's Latvian. So I'm kind of uh, mixing between. Um, my dad is son of the famous... Uh, Miracle on Ice opposition coach, Victor Tikhanov, who I was named after. So um, hockey kind of runs deep in our blood. And my dad himself has a pretty, uh, I would say, to me, pretty impressive uh, resume as well as a coach. He coached a lot overseas and coached for the Sharks as well as an assistant coach for several years. So he got that job around, I would say, 91, 92. And that's the time where we moved to the States, to San Jose, and uh, that kind of became home base for us. So I grew up in grew up in San Jose, uh, played youth hockey there, um, enjoyed watching the Sharks. And um, I think I was about twelve years old when we when we uh, when my dad got a head coaching job in overseas um, in Switzerland, I believe. So we went to Switzerland for a year, and we went to Finland for two years. So kind of jumping all over. And when I was 15, I made it back to Russia. And that's kind of where my uh, youth junior hockey turned into pro from there. Sure. Right. And um, and again, uh, played, uh, have played in the NHL and the KHL um, and now are the skills coach for the Nashville Spartans. Yep. Yeah. Enjoy working with the uh, Nashville Spartans. Um, I kind of, I have, I think I split between four teams. So we have two, three youth teams and the Spartans. So kind of jumping in wherever I can and enjoy helping those guys. Nice. So how, and uh, and what what ages are we talking about with with the kids, Victor? So the Spartans, they're a junior team. Um, they're ranging anywhere from at least seventeens or youngest to about twenty one or twenty. I'm not sure how, how old the juniors is that around to, there to twenty. Yeah, yeah, the twenty. Yes, um, and then the kids teams are. Uh, which my son's age with their U11 and then the two younger teams. So yeah, uh, sure. 11, 10, and 9. Lots of fun. It keeps you busy, I'm sure. Um, it's not too bad. You know, it's not, uh, there's still plenty of time when the kids are in school, but, you know, the evenings are definitely all mostly hockey oriented. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I wouldn't even call it work. You know, it's fun. Just get on the ice and hang out with the, hang out with the little guys. That's great. Um and yeah, and yeah, I know you play a little bit as well, and you were involved with a documentary called First Line about your experiences playing hockey. Can you tell us about that a little? Did you research? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a research guy. 
Um, I didn't start hockey until I was in college because that's what, um, instead of PE, you could select actually um, play hockey. That's all I was wanted. And uh, um, that's when I started, I think four years before we met. And then when I had to move where he was at that time, um, I kind of wanted to involve myself with women's hockey, which was not a big sport back when we uh, stayed with the KHL. And uh, that's where the documentary came about, um, sure. just introducing women to hockey and kind of getting the people comfortable with the idea that women can also be involved in the same sport. So yeah, that's pretty much my extent. And now I'm a hockey mom. So that's right. a whole different level. And well, and you do some uh, design work on hockey helmets and uh, equipment, right? I did back in when uh, Easton was still a brand. Um, okay. I, I was involved with the protective um, helmets, uh, the uh, the chest pads and some skates and gloves and stuff along with lacrosse. So yeah, I kind of, uh, kind of got lucky, kind of got dragged in. Still, still here. I like it. Good. And so um, one of the things, you know, we talk about all the time is our, um, all of our, we all, I guess, have kids that are uh, of a common age. So we end up spending a lot of time together. So um you guys, I think, involved with summer hockey as well? Summer and spring? Say again, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to, excuse me, shift gears a little bit to, uh, you guys are involved with spring and summer hockey as well? Oh, are we involved? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do camps and stuff. And, yeah. um, you know, not too many, not too many tournaments. We don't have too many teams in the area, but. I know, camps and, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, and so I guess one of the things we guess I kind of like to talk about is just um, different experiences we have playing in different in places. So um, in your experiences, I guess, as parents, especially what uh, have there been any marked differences between, um, you know, the hockey in, in the San Jose area now, now in Tennessee. Or um, hockey, yeah, in hockey markets. Yeah, it's definitely, I think hockey is more popular now in, in San Jose, but we, Got incredibly fortunate to find a program here that's, I think, is very advanced. Um, it's run by Martin Erat, a former yeah. NHL player, um, and Lubos Bartechko also played in the NHL. So it's kind of like a hidden gem in Tennessee. Um, the uh, the setup there is amazing. The coaching there is great, yeah. and the philosophy as well. You know, it's kind of development first. You know, it's I think it's perfect for kids. And um, in that sense, I think you know. I think it's a great place for for kids to grow. Not saying anything bad about San Jose. San Jose was a lot of fun as well, and yeah, but the the benefit of having more teams and can play locally a lot more. But um, um, I would definitely wouldn't count Tennessee hockey out. Yeah, and it's um it seems like it's part now. There's a, a corridor sort of from Tennessee down to Northern Florida that's become, I guess, a burgeoning hockey market, and, and a lot of it. I think you touched on it. It has to do with where uh, you know. I guess really ex NHLers are settling post hockey and getting these different hockey programs going. So it's interesting to see that how geography and, and weather and taxes in a lot of cases are, are dictating how, uh, <laughs> where the new, new hockey. No market <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good point, especially with the, with uh, retired players. I mean, they obviously want to help their kids as well and they share shared knowledge. Um, you know, I think that's, always fun to be part of those organizations when you can have like someone that you maybe grew up watching as a kid come and coach you. I think it kind of adds a little bit extra to them to the process. 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, uh, I remember seeing Martin Erat play. I think it was with Lethbridge in the in the Western League all the time. Like I had season tickets to the Regina Pats and would see him all the time. So fun to see where everybody ends up. Yeah, that's he, true. Um, he's, I mean, again, just going back to how lucky we are. Like he's an incredibly smart human being away from hockey as well. Yeah, very good mentor as well. So kind of, um, I think he's doing a great job here in Tennessee. Kind of, you know, spearheading the spearheading the youth hockey. Yeah, that's great. Um, and yeah, yeah so uh, one of the uh, other, I guess, call it a favorite topic of ours, and this is this is Kelly's bailiwick is is getting into the involvement of, of hockey mom. So what, uh, where do you jump in here? Are you a fan? mentor what's your uh what would you, how would you describe your role um it kind of changed um i was doing literally everything up until he retired sure. um, so at this point i am more of a fan so i only enjoy hockey i go nice. to the tournaments that are locally here and I just watch them um but it also at the same time i was the bad cop in the in the hockey family um i would always uh point out the things i need to work on <laughs> I had to step away from that. Um, but now we have him full time and it's, I kind of got lucky that, uh, yeah, he's, he's doing all the, uh, the hard stuff at this point. I just kind of enjoy it. I call it the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so up here in North Dakota and kind of the surrounding area internationally, we, we like to talk about some of the craziest things you'll see at a hockey tournament, whether it's a fan or a parent. Uh, have you had any experiences with the crazy parents or fans in the stands that you'd like to share? down Tennessee hockey um actually in Tennessee it's been pretty mild it's been pretty mild you know no uh no no incidents involving cops or anything or you know parents <laughs> like I mean I think the worst of it is just you know it's not even bad just parents asking about you know why you know why their kid isn't on the first line or on the power play you know it's that's been you know it's not even everyone wants the best for the kid but it's been pretty tame in, uh, yeah. in other cities, we've had a few incidents with parents from the other teams kind of uh, getting a little too excited or too upset that the team wasn't winning. Um, just getting taken a little personally. Other than that, it's not really uh, that bad. Sorry for being boring, guys. <laughs> no, oh, okay. no, that, that's <laughs> interesting to hear about the different how, how it is in different spots, right? So Right. Culture in different states and uh, even countries that you play in, you know, I'd, uh, to see the different the different parents, we always make note of like, oh, the Minnesota parents, oh, the North Dakota <laughs> parents, you know, it's uh, kind of yeah, see different yeah. cultures. Right? Detroit and Pittsburgh, I think that's where like the loudest, uh, very <laughs> parenting is. But, yeah. I'll keep it uh, PG, so we're not going to get into like the dirty <laughs> We, this this is a no filter program, so you can just let it go anytime you like. Um, Technically, it's uh, enough. On the parents, uh, would you describe most of them as, as newer to hockey, or, or are there more with hockey background? I guess outside of the the former NHL guys. Um, yeah, definitely newer. Definitely yeah. newer. Um, there are a few that have played, but um, I've definitely seen a big benefit to coaching those kids. Yeah, because the parents aren't as heavily involved you know those parents they kind of act as like a support group they're also there to have fun you know they love the they love the parents as well so the parents love hanging out um but you know there's no we don't have a kid on our team that's going to be looking at the stands or looking at the glass after every play you know like what's dad showing what's mom showing you know yeah 
So in that case, like they're, they're almost more moldable, I guess they're easier to coach. And, Yeah. um, you know, that's definitely makes it very enjoyable. Right. Yeah. Just, just one voice in the air. So, sorry, Kelly. No, I just wanted to ask, and you may have already said it, but um, how old are your guys' children and what age level are they at? Um, they're 2012 born. So Oh, two thousand twelve kids, personal. Yeah. Yeah. So we got twenty sixteen and twenty twelve. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Twenty sixteen doesn't play. She wants nothing to do with yeah. hockey. She likes skating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the uh yeah, son plays for the two thousand twelve team. What about your guys' kids? Uh It's our podcast, I have a we answer questions. my oldest is twenty uh two thousand eleven. Um and then my youngest twenty fourteen. Um and they and they both play. I have two boys and they both play. Awesome. You stay busy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah. uh, 11 and a 15. Okay. Okay. 15. And I have an 08. I've got an 11. And I used to have a 13, but my daughter decided she'd rather do competitive dance than play hockey. Okay. Hey, Don't fair blame enough. our daughter. Yeah. Corey's Which, our resident to be dance dad. Yeah, she did. Of course, the dance dad. My daughter didn't play as much actual hockey as she did just skate around and hit people. So I don't know if she can fucking. part of the fun <laughs> that's a role hey grinder enforcer that's a role yeah likes the body contact more than <laughs> both of her older that's fantastic um yeah um, you mentioned tournaments do you guys uh, do a lot of traveling for the tournaments or are they mostly local um he at this point now he travels sure anywhere outside the state and they've been doing it uh, twice or some, sometimes three times a month i think yeah all our games weekends are mostly We have to travel to, to you know, outside the state. We're Yeah. like Buffalo, Detroit, Chicago, Right. three times, twice this year. Yeah. We have Dallas. Um, yeah, we travel a lot. I think he enjoys it because it's closer to what he's used to. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets to leave. <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> Kids love it too. The hotels <laughs> running around, mini sticks like. yeah, that that was my uh that was my thinly disguised segue into uh how the uh being having a lot of newer hockey parents, how they have adjusted to the hockey hotel culture. Oh, they're great. They're great. Um, we have our kind of separate hangout when the kids go to bed, you know, we'll, um, we'll all come downstairs and chat a little bit. So it's a very friendly atmosphere, but again, the kids absolutely love it. They love, I think they love the, the hotel stuff and the active team activity stuff more than the hockey. So, you know, that's probably, they're not going to remember whether they won or lost the tournament. They're going to remember, you know, who won the mini stick match. So it was, Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. we, we've been tagged up here. So um, between North Dakota and Minnesota hotels, they are like well aware of hockey groups coming There's rules. in and they tell you immediately, no many hockey sticks. Our Yeah. children never listen to that. Um, Yeah, same. they also no hockey sticks, period. You can't, you can bring your bag in overnight with you so it doesn't freeze, but they do not want your hockey sticks brought in. Um, and some Oh, <laughs> there's of them periods even there. have, um, yeah, like a, like a separate like youth hockey rule form <laughs> Yeah, we had to for, sign that some you of those. have to sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like all North Dakota and Minnesota hotels, when they get the room block for a hockey group, they just cringe and they're like, yeah, we'll take you. But uh, I mean, we've been threatened Please to don't be break kicked anything. out of multiple hotels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will be asked to leave. yeah. So, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The um do the uh now in well in North Dakota and Minnesota the 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 favorite we'll call it, I guess the fa favorite beer of the hockey dads is Bushlight. Does uh is there a certain one 
that the Spartans prefer? Um, we have a few, we have a few that like Bush Light. Um, I'm a fan of IPAs, so I kind of try yeah. to try the local stuff. Um, a few of the dads support me in that as well. So it's, uh, we, you know, we have everyone, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, kinda, dads. everyone finds their thing, you know, someone will buy a pack of this and a pack of that and we'll, yeah. it'll be gone by the end of the night. <laughs> I, I'm mystified. <laughs> I'm mystified by this whole the dads support each other thing because I've been on years of teams with Kyle and he's never supported me in any endeavor. I <laughs> <laughs> quickly to turn this into a baseball podcast and, and ask questions like how's the baseball in Tennessee? But I honest question. So um, we we have a favorite pastime amongst hockey dads, which is the uh, when the Zam's on because usually we have a Zam either in between the first and second or the second and third. So only one Zam break of going into the uh, parking lot and finding a uh, parking lot beer. Is that a big thing in Tennessee with the nicer weather? Um, I've seen Doug I think hang out. Constant, yeah. yeah. I mean, being on the bench is kind of hard, hard to spot. Um, <laughs> after the game, there's usually one or two waiting. Okay. You know, in the coach's room somewhere or a parent has something. But, uh, you know, you see dad step out occasionally. It could be during the game, too. Sometimes they have more fun doing that. And, they do it before too. Like yeah. if you're pulling into the parking lot, there's like a hangout of dads <laughs> like in the corner somewhere. So it's good. like usually like fifty. It's definitely you know? thing. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely thing. thing. Yeah. Nice to see that translates across state border. Yeah. <laughs> and so here they call that that pregame meetup a safety meeting. Does it have a name in Tennessee? <laughs> I don't know. We should come up with a name though. You can borrow safety meeting if you want, but you do have to credit us every time. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll call it the after dark safety meeting. Yeah. There you go. I like oh, yeah. that. Hey, Mark. That is so that is pretty exciting. I got <laughs> so, um, oh, go ahead, Corey. Among some of my usual questions I like to ask guests, especially for Victor, but yeah, you, you play hockey too. Uh I'm I'm a connoisseur of the chirp. Uh I love them in any language. So th th it doesn't have to be uh in the uh, America America's exclusively. We've heard some good ones from Canada. What's the best chirp you've either said? heard or heard someone else say when you've played or coached yeah that's a tough that's one. a you one i just curse quite she, a bit yeah she, she's better <laughs> at chirping than i am um i get a lot for the hair like get a haircut go to the salon <laughs> you know that's pretty common used to that one i Maybe go after last names quite a bit oh yeah she gets creative with names she'll yeah she'll see your last name and she'll you should not drive, yeah you, know. you should be on my team not on the <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful yeah, she's good at that. Um, I usually just come back with the your breath stinks or something. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> <Good>. personal. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, the punch dropped. Do you have an example of the last name one? I'm sorry, Kelly. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. The last name. Uh, I don't remember. I haven't played in a few years. Yeah. Uh, I'm like on injured reserve at this point for the rest of my life. Um, she got bad knees. I got LPIR. Yeah. Long term. Long term. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's yeah, probably done. <laughs> I mean, my kid wears my skates now. Like he literally oh, no. took my skates. I, I bought myself I, like oh, we call them forever skates. I figured that I will never buy his pair again. Yeah. But uh he, he kind of grew out of his and he just kind of took my skates and now I have no skates. So oh um, yeah, so yeah. yeah. But yeah, chirping white, I don't remember. I usually once I get off the ice, I kind of forget about it. Um I turn into a differently very nice person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's an amnesia part, but that's probably good. But other than that, she's competitive. I, like yeah. I've seen her not even not shake a hand in a handshake line. <laughs> yeah, was, I like I like I've never that seen that's, that before. That's really I love bad. it. No, I ever, love it. That's the level of petty that I love. I love oh, all yeah. of that. I yeah. think that's yeah, wonderful. Just, 
Makes stared. it more fun. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? You have to shake. I get dirty. <laughs> I get people for no reason. Yeah, I blush now thinking about it because I'm a very different person when I play hockey. All right. Okay. Oh, that's wonderful. Kelly, I cut your question. Um, sorry. So I wanted to jump because I know my children will not forgive me if I don't hit on this, Victor. Um, so in our household, I I can't even tell you the number of times I've seen the movie Miracle. Mm -hmm. Um, it's played on loop and has been for years. So if I don't talk to you about this, my boys will like I heard it's a dis great movie. they'll disown me. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to kind of ask you, you know, with your grandfather coaching on that that famous team. Mm -hmm. um just kind of like how uh, any anything how that kind of affected you growing up I mean just having a famous grandfather but or any cool memorabilia that you may have um concerning um you know that team I know probably you know as Americans we love that miracle team because, <laughs> because it was like that huge moment where no one ever beat Russia I mean, and, miracle, right? <laughs> yeah but you know Except... I mean, just a very famous team yeah. so you know even um non-hockey fans are aware um so just I I have to touch on it because I know that my boys will punish me if I don't ask because they um will think it's the coolest thing in the world that this was your your grandpa was part of that so um, well, just for them, going back to the movie, since they watch it on loop, um, I have an <laughs> ongoing bet with two of my best friends. One of them is a goalie, and uh, he that's his favorite movie of all time. And he bet me when the movie came out that if he can stop two out of five penalty shots, um, that I would have to sit down and watch the whole movie with him. <laughs> and every time we meet up, we do these five penalty shots. It's been since the movie came out. And I've so far so good. So I've not seen the thing yet. I've it's seen the fun. real version. I've <laughs> yeah. seen the real version. Yeah, I yeah, suppose. Okay. Yeah. But um have not seen the movie. Um and then uh to my grandfather, growing up in the States, um, I get asked a lot about the miracle. We always be, you know, the miracle, the miracle. And I was I was so defensive, I remember as a kid, because I was obviously proud of my grandpa. Right. And I'd be like, who won the next three Olympics? <laughs> right i know that's kind of the thing is that how many world championships he won like i'd be like super <laughs> like and then then i kind of realized like what am i doing like yeah that was that was a great hockey moment that was a great yeah. hockey moment i'm sure that helped him grow too right i'm sure he adjusted and adapted and um that kind of helped his career as well yeah yeah well and like you know like the fact that you're here because i think as americans we have the uh, stereotype that like was your grandfather allowed to live after you know <laughs> the, the russian uh preconceived yep. no you know like oh my lord he must have been in prison for that <laughs> for yeah that. you got a, you got a second chance you got a second chance it was uh very, yeah very clearly just stereotyping <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh, it was a huge deal uh, as big of a deal um in the soviet union as it was uh, in the States and um, he did get a lot of flack for it and there was a lot of question about him staying but you know eventually or um, after the fact he kind of said he made up for it <laughs> won a little bit after that and just I mean all of that I, I know my father-in-law um, was a goaltender um, he doesn't play anymore but um, I remember he went to a camp that Trediac, um, oh, he and He's he worked awesome. at that camp yeah I mean and that was like just really cool to you know be able to play with him you know so I mean just a, a 
iconic hockey moment and kind of everything that came away from that, you know, I, I mean, I, it, you've not seen the movie miracle, but yeah. uh, uh, when Kurt Russell said, when he plays Herb Brooks and says, um, if you score a goal on Trediac, keep the puck as <laughs> not many people ever get to do that. So, you know, I mean, just, uh, just very iconic. And so, like I said, I, I will have, my children will be questioning that I brought this up because um, yeah. uh, like I said, we, I, I'm very familiar with the game as well, just because I've watched that movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you haven't seen the the movie, but have you ever seen the ESPN 30 for 30 that tells the the story from the Russian perspective? I think it's called. I have Mirror. not actually. Oh, that's definitely like, something to put on the list. Cool, I didn't yeah. know that existed. I recommend it highly. Yeah, that's it's. I watch it tonight after dark. I haven't seen go. it. I was gonna say I'd like to see it too. That sounds really really it's interesting. Fantastic! I recommend it highly. Yeah, thirty yeah, for thirty. Yep. It's called okay. a miracle of men, I believe. Thirty. I'm writing yeah. in time so I don't forget. Check yeah. it out. We'll write you guys well, a report after. And, awesome. I mean, <laughs> full report. Full feather report. in your grandfather's cap that, like, the only reason it's so famous is because that's how hard they were to beat. <laughs> you know, yeah, so so exactly. I mean, the 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 greatest in the world. So I mean, that's. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool thing to and you know like you said that you're named after your grandfather so that's uh, uh very proud of that yeah that's really no cool. you are yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. I told you before growing up in uh, Russia it was a bit tough but um <laughs> I had to play no, no. for him that's all right I understand uh your grandpa was my grandma's favorite coach she just she only had one channel it was mostly hockey and so she'd watch games all the time and she would like that he would stand at the front of the bench a lot to talk to the refs that he would step in front of the players to talk to him and so she was Favorite coach was your grandpa, and her favorite player was Mike Greer. So she had a sort of an eclectic nice, yeah. wow. taste. In, uh, He's a nice guy, too. He's very nice. Yeah, coaches and, and coaches and players. So, And I think that documentary, I think it, the one Corey referenced, I think it starts with Tarasov and runs all the way through. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's um, cool. And just, just so you don't feel alone, I only watched Miracle once begrudgingly because I was still really? Canadian when it came up. And I would like to, when I went to law school in the States, I said, well, we don't need a Miracle to win a gold medal. And so I was really salty about it too. So <laughs> I've softened my stance a little now, but for a long time, I was like sniffing at it. So Mike, Mike Ruzioni is a national hero, Kyle. Okay. So you knock it off. <laughs> he autographed pictures for both my boys that are up in their rooms. Right? Awesome. Jealous. Yeah. It's, it's not like we would have overblown this victory by creating <laughs> animatronics that play the speech from the, <laughs> be not in real life in our retail stores or anything like that yeah so, uh if you ever make it to uh minneapolis there's a store called shields in a suburb called eden prairie where there's a animatronic statue of her brooks giving giving the speech so wow. i really want to that's next level wow. yeah check that out i guess <laughs> her brooks is a minnesota hero there's multiple statues of her brooks in uh in minnesota in that, so yeah uh, and for a local connection, uh, my old boss and one of the local uh, college hockey coaches in town was the runner-up to coach that team. And oh, wow. so he's also a little salty about not being uh, the coach of, of that team. So That's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like his, uh, Kelly and Corey, I probably know or have run into Gino Gasparini too. And he, he's still a little... So I'm just gonna go right back to salty. He's still a little salty. <laughs> yeah. him, so, but he was. Uh, yeah, can I uh, ask you? Can you stand up for a second? Yeah. This yes. is my rendering shirt. 
I knew it. That's right. So when you started the pod, that's what I like interrupted the science for. I'm like, I know that I know those the three sticks that are on top. Yeah. That was my next question was getting where I can order one of those. Cause I, I also did my homework and, um, I saw that really cool line. Uh, and I, I was like, I need some sweatshirts like this for my boys. This is so cool. And then I loved to see as well that, um, that your brand, um, uh, it, so it translates to I want, I can, and I do, correct? Yeah. Uh, Which I think is so cool. Um, but also that it goes towards um, helping players with disabilities and low-income players. I love that. That is so cool. It, it kind of started out, um, there was a team in St. Petersburg in Russia that um, their sled hockey team, and they didn't have much, I guess, what is it called? Sponsorships and stuff. They, yeah, they didn't have anything. They, didn't, they couldn't afford, because kids with disabilities, they need different gear. Um, so we kind of try to figure out, um, I guess, collected data from all over the place and we try to figure out how to help them just n with not just giving the money away, but at the same time, kind of motivating and just kind of involving a bigger population, uh, with this, uh, and, uh, creating the, I want, I can, I do, we kind of sold that and literally, um, all of the profits, we, um, went straight helping out the, uh, sled hockey team, uh, kids with, uh, that couldn't afford hockey is expensive. Um, and, uh, the cool thing is, uh, we, we sold out pretty quick, um, which we didn't think was going to be that big of a, uh, a deal, but we literally sold out our first batch within days. And, uh, the cool thing that our, the parents told us that they, that I, I want, I can, I do is kids could see it from the ring through the glass. So it was kind of like an extra motivation. Um, so yeah, uh, unfortunately we don't have the brand anymore because I went back into uh, grad school and uh, I had to refocus my, um, a little bit. So yeah, uh, maybe one day we'll bring it back again. Yeah, you, know, you, you do. I want to know because I think it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So um... maybe we can find you a worn one from the closet. Yeah. I got for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had to do a whole bunch of like samples and stuff because yeah. uh, it took a while just to get it right. Yeah, yeah. You just have to rebrand that vintage and sell it for a little bit more. Ooh, like That's right. All on the marketing side of things there too. Um, if I might, uh, just on on clothing, um, Victor and Yanni, I think do you guys both wear graph skates when you were playing? I, I, I used to. I used yeah. to also. Uh, oh. Ali's husband is the only guy in town with grass skates. He takes a lot of grief about it. God, he does. And he loves them so much. Yeah. Um, he coaches high school. And he had players ask him this year, they go, what even are those? What what kind of skates are those? <laughs> They're the best. Skate ever. They're very comfortable. Yes. I and still so coach he... them from time to time. I have them at the rink. Yeah. So yeah, the I'm, ones that I played will... my first game in. He will love that because yeah, he yeah. takes his his high schoolers. They they're they're not even familiar with what graphs are. Yeah, <laughs> mine are white too. Oh, man. oh, he had they white ones. Nasty. Yeah, when he played juniors, he had white graphs. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I was the only person skating graphs in the Russia on the ice, and oh. they stayed there. I think I donated them to somebody else. I had a few kids ask me where they could get those. Yeah, yeah, the white ones. I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, these are limited editions. Yeah. So. <laughs> Better luck next time. No, yeah, Matt maintains like he is. He graphs are. Um, he's their their truest uh, customer because he depends. Do they still? Are Kyle? You might know because you kind of have like good knowledge and stuff. Are, are graphs a Canadian brand? Sorry, I think they're a Swiss brand. Aren't they? I think when graphs are Canadian. Yeah, they they. I think their last factory was in Switzerland, I believe. Yeah. Okay. That's where yeah. My last days was from Switzerland. And um, do they still make them? I don't think they do. Maybe. No, yeah. there's no uh, graphs. Yeah, because I was looking for the next graph and I ended up with Bauer. So, yeah, I, I know that's 
Matt's are they're on their last life. Um, but uh, he, I think that he he will brokenheartedly make the switch if they don't make them anymore. So I was gonna try and track down a pair, but it might just be what's his uh, what's his size? What's his <laughs> skate size? A nine. Oh, that's perfect. I'm nine and a half, so they can <laughs> yeah. dig something up. Yeah. Maybe you should do another documentary of Matt and Victor trekking to Switzerland. Yes. If they can find a yeah. path. No, <laughs> trip to Switzerland, that'd be a great vacation. I mean, I love Switzerland, so yes. Yeah. Look, uh, on the on the search for graphs or getting a GoFundMe to get ooh, graphs re reestablished as a company. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, if you do go, uh, Kelly's husband Matt likes to wear when he coaches in the summer. Likes to wear Birkenstocks, so if you guys should both wear Birkenstocks and just make I'm it, down. I'm sure <laughs> they would sponsor that too. We should do yeah. Birkenstocks with a hockey blade, skate blade, yeah, <laughs> or, or a graph Birkenstock mashup. Just super good, yeah. Glue, yeah. I, I know a designer on this podcast that could help with that. <laughs> this is all, all coming together. Yes. Hey, uh, my my uh, 08, when his first year hockey, had the the magical trifecta of having all hand-me-downs, a iTech set of breezers, Sherwood skates, Pants. and a stick. Sherwood? Great combo. Does yeah. Sherwood yep. make skates? They do? Uh, I still oh, yeah. have them. They yeah. still do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, limited edition. I did not know that. Let's talk about parents who have no, no background in hockey whatsoever. <laughs> well, now you can brag to Cam. Like you can be like, yeah, I, I knew this was going to make a comeback. So that, that was my whole, the whole cool point. Day, yeah. and, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I won't buy vintage sneakers, but I will give you a pair of hand-me-down skates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Different. So, Victor, you talked a lot about the, or you talked a little bit about what you like about Tennessee hockey and being a good place for uh, raising your kids and, and learning the game of hockey. Can you go into a little more about what you like about the development of players, what they're doing right down there, things that uh, you see are going well, especially for players that aren't uh, second or third generation of hockey players? Um, I Especially with the program, um, I love that it's development focused. Like winning is great. Winning is fun, but it's not really, you know, that's maybe number two or number three on the list. But as long as we can get consistent development and have the kids working consistently, having them, giving them consistent ice times, full sheets where they can, you know, where we can take advantage of that time. Um, that's kind of from though it's been about a year and a half. Um, I've been blown away at the progress. Obviously, getting used to playing, you know, with pros the few years before, uh, you don't really see the pros progress as fast. But seeing the kids, like you tell them something next week, it's already they're already doing it in the game, and three months down the line, they're a completely different player. Like it's that kind of that blows my mind. So kind of everything that you feed them, they absorb and they grow, and that's that just makes it so much fun. So. Are, are they working on a lot of newer fangled uh, development systems like positionless hockey or they, is it really nuts and bolts and let's see them kind of develop more as athletes before we work in systems? Yeah, I think um, what, what you said there is uh, skills first. And um, I think the athlete part may be the most important. We encourage <laughs> the kids to go play another sport, play two if you can, play three, you know, with the, I see the better the kids that progress the fastest are, you know, kids that are in soccer a long time because they have that, they have that, you know, give and go. They're constantly scanning, constantly looking around, their heads are up versus the kids that 
they're very, very dedicated to hockey. They'll be on the ice four hours a day, but you know, they're, it's almost like they're hitting their peak. You know, they hit a, they almost hit a wall and every, you know, slowly everyone else is kind of catching up, catching up. And but they get to a point where their body's just not as coordinated. They can't, you know, they can't feel their feet as well. Their core may be a bit weaker. Um, and they just, they just kind of stop developing. I wouldn't say stop, but they just develop slower. So the, I, you know, I'm a big believer in get into as many sports as possible. Um, don't, focusing on hockey until maybe later maybe 14 15 if if that's really the your life passion then yes but i mean just develop as an athlete like you like you said i find that interesting because my, my kids played some uh rec soccer when they were young and they transitioned to the better sport which is baseball but beside the point yeah. um but I, I found so many similarities between like you said the, the constant scanning the movement the the give and go, the the ball to ball movement to uh, hockey puck movement when you're learning the game. And you see so many good, even Grand Forks where we don't have as much soccer, you see a lot of good uh, hockey players coming out of the soccer system. So it's kind of a nice um, corollary sport. What I've always found strange in Grand Forks, not being a, a native of the area or of hockey, is that so many hockey players up here like to play tennis of all sports. As a yep, second. That's what I played as a kid too. Okay. Tell me yeah. about that. Why, why is in your mind, why, why do these things go together so well? If, you know, if there is some basis, um, tennis, honestly, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Um, uh, my parents put my sister and I into a tennis camp one summer and, you know, we just, we loved it. Uh, and we did it for four or five summers, probably playing tennis. And, uh, it's obviously helps the hand eye. It, um, mm -hmm. it's great. It helps me better understanding of like power generation because you have to use your whole body, you have to coordinate and, I mean, it's not just tennis. It's any sport, really. Anything athletic will, will help you develop in some way. Excellent. That's, I wish it was yeah, soccer, yeah I, I hear you because I've always <laughs> been in this tennis thing. Uh, we didn't have tennis. I come from a town of 500 people in uh, South Central North Dakota. So the fact that we had any sports, the, the test to get on the team was they checked to see if you had a pulse. If you had a pulse, <laughs> you made it. You're on. Yeah. You're, you made it. You're varsity. <laughs> you might <laughs> That's kind of Tennessee hockey as well. Going back to that, it's like we had 18 kids for tryout. I, I think say. so, yeah. yeah. Wow. 18 kids for tryout. Crazy. So not that Not that many. Not that many. Well, that I, was I, for a certain age group. Certain age group have a little more maybe, but like, sure. you know, it's the same, same thing. Like, yeah, you're in. <laughs> I'm 5'9", offensive lineman in high school football in North Dakota. So that tells you. <laughs> Bet you were pretty crafty, though. Uh, I had had to figure your stuff out pretty quick. <laughs> Corey takes a mean shirtless picture in high school too, oh. showcasing his. Uh, oh, we're going to bring that up. It's after dark. Yeah. Just that's Thank why you. we're after dark. Yeah. So, we'll cut to I'll... that picture. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'll say is same. Exactly the same. <laughs> um, Victor, you mentioned your sister and your sister had coached for a long time as well. Did you guys uh, ever talk shop or share notes? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. Um, she's very involved. Um, she actually came, uh, helped us this summer for a couple mm -hmm. of sessions as well. Kids loved it. She's very like my grandpa. Yeah. Very like she will be standing in front of the bench and she'll be in your face and discipline first. Um, for some reason, the kids love it. The parents love it. Yeah. I would never be able to do it, but she does it so well. She's really good. Yeah. yeah she, yeah. Uh, I think her team won a tournament in Florida as well recently, a girls' team. Nice. Oh yeah, she's um 
she's doing good. I think she's a skating coach, skills coach, and I think coaches three teams as well. Holy smokes. She's very busy. She is on yeah. the ice all the time, way more than I am. Hey, for, for the dumb guy in the room, what's the difference between practically between a skating coach and a skills coach? I think you're maybe the smart guy in the room, first of all. <laughs> glasses. Um, Thank you. Difference between skating and skills. Heard him. <laughs> I mean, I get, feel like skating, you're kind of just, you know, you're really breaking down your technique and um, trying, to, trying to help the player understand how to generate power. Um, you know, just kind of breaking down the mechanics where I guess skills is kind of a broader range. I feel like it can be stick work. It can be even just talking about, you know, positioning and all that. You know, some of some of my most productive lessons have involved more talking than doing more drills. Just kind of we do something and you explain the why. You ask them what they think the why is and just helping understand concepts. I feel that's that goes a lot further than than uh than just doing reps, 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 reps. Reps are great, especially on your own time, but if you can help understand the why, that's uh that's definitely a big, big uh, progression driver. I think in um one of the things, so I coach the boys team here as well. And one of the things I found different from when you know I was younger um is they they, they do want to know the why or be shown it on video or something too. And can you just contrast that with when you know when you were coming up or how how you've seen that change? You're going from a, a player yes. now to a coach? Um, that's a good point. There's there's a lot of stuff out now that like we had nothing like that. Like like you said, uh there's video, there's 3D, there's VR now. Like yeah. it's yeah, it's it's getting really cool. That'd be a lot of fun to experiment with that. Yeah. But growing up, like I had my dad, so I was very lucky that, you know, he could break things break things down for me and uh, you know, kind of explain the why and being a uh kind of a personal coach as well so he can help you with my skating help you with my skills um and looking back like he wasn't perfect either right he was just sharing his knowledge and, yeah um kind of looking at my game and seeing where I struggled like I wish there were certain things that I could have taught myself you know just kind of maybe puck protection how to you know use your body a little better stuff like that where um you know you can't you're kind of sharing what you know right and uh um, having him there was a huge advantage, but, um, you know, there's just so much to learn. There's so much yeah. to learn. Everyone has a different toolbox and, um, that's kind of part of the fun, you know, you don't yeah. know what you're going to get and who's going to learn what. Yeah. My dad was a fighter. So he just showed us how to hurt people without the referee seeing, so which didn't translate, <laughs> you know, that's important. Too. Not a marketable skill anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. The cool thing is with them is, uh, when we moved to Tennessee, um, they actually use, um, an app like a coaching app. We, um, that was the first time we were introduced to it. So kids can see what they're going to be learning yeah. before they get to the ice. And then Vic has introduced uh, post-game videos. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. I don't know if you've talked about it. Um, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, I yeah. kind of, I try to make videos fun for the kids. Yeah. So having a kid at home, I get to hear all like the memes and the language and stuff and what songs they're into in the moment. So instead of making videos a bad thing, kind of showing the negative, I try to make it funny. So yeah. kids like not blocking a shot, like they're trying to jump out of the way. I'll have like put like Kobe Bryant, like Kobe, you know, <laughs> stuff like that where they're into it. It's funny for them, but you know, you can still, you know, afterwards you can talk about and explain and like nobody's feelings are really hurt and they have a good time. 
That's important. Uh, Corey broadcasts all of our games. He also tries to be funny. He do doesn't succeed, but he does certainly <laughs> try. So I think it's I'm, I'm glad for him to hear He's that. Got a good sense of humor. <laughs> I hang out, Corey. No support whatsoever from Kyle. No. <laughs> um, you so we have about ten minutes left. Uh, one of the other things uh, I like to get into from time to time, circling back to the pettiness, is uh, other other hockey parents. So I know you guys touched on. Uh, the Pittsburgh and the Detroit. Um, what else? What else gets you on hockey parents? Any any like outfits you don't like, Anya? Kelly has a lot of opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I try not to judge. Uh, the big thing is I don't like is uh, when you're when uh, like when the team wins, uh, the parents kind of go out of the way to uh, uh, they take it so personally. We had a mom jump on the ice from the opposing team and do like snow angels when the uh, oh lord. <laughs> It was, I, I've never seen anything like that before. So it was kind of one of those, or uh, the dads would be screaming uh, profanities at our team kind of thing, just kind of losing it. So it's like, outfit wise, it's really, I mean, it's cold. We all look like we're, uh, we're just like bunched up in the blacks. Like you can't tell which mom is what, because we're literally wearing the same jacket all of a sudden. <laughs> Smarter moms wear the heated jackets, but uh, the rest of us are, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, just like little things, uh, but I think it's like everywhere parents get competitive yes they do they really i almost got do. in a fight once oh yeah oh yeah it was not fun <laughs> <laughs> with, with the parents from pittsburgh uh it was just kind of a. it started as a verbal altercation and then thankfully a bigger dad from our team stepped in and i think it ended there <laughs> she knows how to fight too so oh yeah uh, were you taking lessons time. from my dad <laughs> i was taking lessons from my dad my dad was a, was a street fighter for sure <laughs> hey, if you get into a fight with another mom, yell at another parent and have a mom water in the parking lot, that's a Kelly Moreland uh, hat trick. Yeah, exactly. That's just a good, that's just a good game. Uh, yeah. Intense. Yeah. And good yeah. and, well played. Uh, Did you shake hands? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're not it, like, I know we made reference to tennis, but this isn't a tennis match. All right. This is a <laughs> hockey game. It's supposed to get a little barbaric. You know, I mean, I. I personally think that's part of the fun, but, uh, you know, I mean, I guess teach their own, but uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, hockey, hockey arenas are meant to get a little unruly. I think we're too reasonable these days. <laughs> <laughs> Although I won't do snow angels on the ice because my, my children would never speak to me again. Yeah, that, that was, uh, <laughs> my oldest in particular would be, you're not coming to any more games. <laughs> gotta find that video because I know the uh, the ice arenas have cameras. I was actually wanted to dig it up because I've never seen it done before. I'll just say that's um, a new one, new one for me. Yeah, yeah. If you can get a copy of that video, I'm sure it could be arranged to be uh, to appear on our socials with some slight blurring of, of different things. <laughs> I'm not gonna name the teams. I, I, I it's funny. It's, I don't usually remember the names of teams. That's the only one that I like. I checked it in my head for for a long time. Yeah. yeah, that's going to create a lasting memory. Yeah. <laughs> Very understandable. The um, and so yeah, I, I guess so. Would if you had to sum it up, would you say that um, the the Pittsburgh parents are your like Minneapolis or Minnesota parents? I don't want to coach all of Minnesota in the same term. So let's say Minneapolis ones because they are usually our. Yeah. yeah. The they usually come with matching outfits as well. You guys really need to meet oh, some Minnesota. that way. Yeah. Seen, yep, okay, they really yeah. do. We just yeah. played a Minnesota team that all the moms had matching outfits with the team name across they the back. The and, yeah. Yep. Yep. They, they want you very much to know that they're all on the same team and, and that their team is better than your team. 
Yeah, we we have blankets. Uh, we have a team blankets that mom bring. Um, that's probably yeah. the only thing that makes us stand out. But that's kind uh, of just very smart. stylish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna say that <laughs> we have a few moms that are like very fashionable. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's again black jacket, black buffer jacket as well. <laughs> we all wear at this point. Tall like mom with bright orange boots on the bench. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I'm so, what do you say about the boots, Victor? I missed that. The bright orange boots on the bench. Oh, nice. I love that. See, geez, I, I think you should probably be introduced to Matt Moreland because he's also. I was going to say, guy. I tell you, I, a lot of the, the same... more the graph skates, the footwear, yeah. <laughs> your philosophies on development. Like I honestly think oh, my yeah. husband and like you could become best friends. So. We became best friends. He likes, <laughs> yes. he likes golf, but also, did Matt's hair look like Victor's before he lost all of it? No, not, okay. not quite. I mean, he had good hockey hair. He really did. But I mean, it was never, it was, it was never the the, the shoulder. It, it was more, um, just a little bit just below the shorter, yeah. just a little bit shorter, but there was the hockey hair. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's a very, yeah, hair is an important part of hockey. I don't care who you're talking to. It's good, important. Feel good, play good. That's yeah. right. That's right. Also, I just, I've never understood why people make fun of other people's hair. Yeah. <laughs> my, my oldest son explains to me when we even get his hair cut is that, um, it can only be a cut to a certain length because he likes when it comes out the back of his hockey helmet. So it's uh, there's a whole process to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta important. have the flow. Um, Victor, uh, Matt likes golf so much that he kicked Kelly off of his golf team in the summer to put me on it, and Kelly and I were not friends. We went through a tough forty-eight hours. It's we... better, Victor. It was my dad's memorial golf tournament. Oh, wow, <laughs> and I was. I was taken off the team for a better player. <laughs> Can we take Kyle out and put me in? Yes. Oh my God. I think that nothing would make Matt happier. Kyle, sorry, but <laughs> you and I, why don't you and I just go have a drink and we can sit together and talk about how we were kicked off. That sounds, yeah. So yeah. Well, it <laughs> sounds like you've just invited yourselves to Grand Forks, you guys. Yep. So I, I agree. When's the best golf season? Uh, uh, it's very brief. We have uh, we have about nine days where it's nice enough to go outside and <laughs> golf. So, right, so you'll right in July. <laughs> yeah, right that's in perfect. the middle of July. Um, if you'd actually, Victor and Yanya, if you'd like to see the aftermath of uh, Matt and Kyle's golf adventure, watch episode four, uh, where Matt tries to handle questions. Um, <laughs> when he... after the golf tournament, and they're intoxicated. So, Ooh, <laughs> not, okay. Kyle handled it better, but Victor, Matt is. Matt's a little intoxicated, so I, yeah. I put on a terry cloth T-shirt and I handled it like a champ, Matt. <laughs> in their defense, myself and my neighbor, uh, another hockey coach, we had also been sitting by a fire all night. So you may have to actually have a few, and then you'll understand both the questions and answers. <laughs> yeah, it's a different yeah. language at that point. Yeah. Take yeah. some turns. Yeah. We yeah, we call that episode non sequitur because I asked a question and Matt answered whatever he felt like. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you got to edit it, like, but you know, you got to switch up the questions. <laughs> you think so, but my editing skills are so poor that I just let it run because I'm like, I'm just going to be an actor, <laughs> and I'm like, this is this That's is going to be my filmmaking style, which is just raw. Good yeah. answer. Like Good that. answer. Cut. After dark, uncut. Raw. Yeah, Our, it, that one was in the daylight too because it was summertime. So. <laughs> we'll Our editor time said she she did not enjoy editing that uh, or <laughs> that. listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the. What do I do with this? That was the tough one. That hey, was we're gonna, subtitles too, like. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to bring him back for a second episode just to uh, just just to, to give it another go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a that's a real good idea. We'll do that one at the end of the high school season. We'll do a a recap. 
We can talk right. about, actually, Matt and Victor can come on and talk about graph skates and Birkenstocks. Exactly. And go. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and then, again, yeah, I assume you're going to um, direct the uh, documentary, Trek to Switzerland. Come up with a good name. <laughs> I need some time. Yeah, we got to, we got to approach it from the graphification or something. Graphification. Resurrecting oh the graph. He's, he's been a marketing genius lately. Okay. I went to grad school, but it seems like he's got the most knowledge from the whole experience that I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. For education for everybody. <laughs> I like it. Um, guys, I understand we're coming up on our time. Any uh, final questions or answers? I, I'm I, you, you lost me at graphification or whatever. That <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Straight marking it right now or what? <laughs> yeah. I'm a hundred percent stealing every idea you've had, and within a couple of minutes, we'll be at the table. We'll follow through and say all yours. Yeah. <laughs> Just put us in the credits somewhere. So yeah, well, uh, I'll get you guys a couple uh, after dark um, shirt. We, I'm gonna make one that's called Mom Island, Yenya, which is what where all the moms sit. The dads call it Mom Island. So you can maybe, if you want to steal that, that's yeah, and you don't have to credit us. That's make that's it a Tennessee thing. Safety meeting. Safety, safety meeting. meeting. Yeah. Safety meeting yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah, oh, cool. and those uh, orange shoes uh, fall into our third trademark, which is dad drip. Dad, dad drip. Yeah. 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 I got an orange jacket to go with it, too. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Uh, I'm thinking to wearing my grandpa's uh, beaver skin hat, and the boys are mm. seven to know it when I wear it. So it's uh, it's become a fixture. <laughs> yeah. It has to so, be. Uh, okay. Well, listen, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us. I'll send you guys the summer golf schedule. Um, yes, please. Yeah. Just let us know when when Kelly has to be kicked off a team again. That's right. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll be all set. So again, I really appreciate your time. Enjoy the, your weekend, and uh, we'll have the episode out a little later today. Awesome! Oh, Sounds cool. good. Lots Thank of time to listen so to much. episode four. Nice meeting you guys. Yeah, nice meeting nice you. Nice to meet you. Thank you so well, much. Back sometime too. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Andrews Construction Services, for bringing you this episode. If you want your job to be a breeze call Andres.